From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe. How's it going, everybody? You're listening to the Shin Robies podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for joining us. This is Jason dreading these Emmys out here, and joining with me today is Abraham disking my way up the ladder. Antonio burning your my retinas with OLED. Joe stuck in a deep river society. Today's Saturday. The what date is it today? It's the ninth. So happy yesterday, birthday, John <laughs> happy birthday, John Lennon. Yeah, happy birthday, John Lennon from a hater. <laughs> yesterday was the release of Metroid Dread on the Nintendo Switch, and alongside with that came the Nintendo Switch OLED. We got uh, Antonio here was able to pick it up. Yeah, I got lucky and uh, snagged the pre-order on Amazon in July when they first went up. So just been right waiting, 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 and yeah, finally got it on Friday afternoon. Yeah, you've been having that reserved since July. Yeah, jeez, dude, you jumped on that man real quick. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, because uh, usually when these things come out, I get unlucky and I'll be at work, so I can't just run the GameStop and reserve it over there. So Amazon's like my last bastion. Besides, uh, was it? GameStop.com just you know sometimes it crashes for big launches like this or the Xbox Series X or whatever so Amazon usually does me good so what was the main selling point for you for picking that up the OLED screen definitely because uh, I was a big fan of the Vita the OG Vita with the OLED on that too so the first model of Vita yeah the 1000 yeah yeah the good one the good one i mean the <laughs> 2000 is nice too it's cool that it does have the proprietary plug to charge it it's just micro usb so so what are your impressions on the switch first off i assume you're mostly a handheld player yeah for the most part uh whenever i play i usually handheld because uh in my room when we play when i play uh docked it's kind of a weird angle to to look up at the screen so yeah i haven't figured out uh right position to put the tv on where i wouldn't strain my neck too much so what do you think of it so far i love it uh i like i got the all white one because you know the red and green red and blue are nice but the white joy cons pretty cool and wait there's actually a red and blue model for OLED. Yeah. what yeah so you're trying to avoid all beef no red no blue no red no blue <laughs> neutral and then uh for this one it came with a white dock too so i thought it was pretty cool yeah the dock is nice yeah I forgot to ring that so I could show it off, but yeah, it's pretty nice. What are they saying about that thing? Like it has some internals that are kind of like prepping it for... Uh... Yeah, like the HDMI is supposed to be supporting HDMI 2.0, which lets it output at 4K if they enable it. Mm-hmm. And then I've noticed that in uh, the latest update for the Switch, you could actually update the, the firmware in the dock now. So that's pretty cool. The dock can be updated in yeah. the firmware? Damn. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? That's cool. I feel like they're not going to just add 4k support in an update i think it's gonna just knowing nintendo you think it's gonna be just a new model that's 4k you know what knowing nintendo yeah i could see them doing something like that but i, I don't know maybe they'll throw us a bone and put that one as an update for the for this oled model and they're gonna announce super mario 4k there you go <laughs> yeah did you pick up metroid dread i got the the pre-order or i guess kind of pre-order but they had it up on amazon treasure truck so i was able to order it on there but it comes in on monday i thought the treasure truck you have to actually drive somewhere to pick it up you used to but now with the covid thing they they deliver it oh yeah so it's like a a quote unquote treasure truck (laughs) 
I remember when uh, the NES Classic was like hard to find. Yeah, Randy. That shit would always be coming up on that damn treasure truck, man. <laughs> Randy picked it up for me in uh, Glendale, I believe. He picked that up when I was able to snag it on there. That was a lifesaver right there. From the treasure truck? Yeah, from the treasure truck. I hear these days people are dreading picking up the new Metro because it's nowhere. <laughs> because it's what? Sold out everywhere. Yeah. Sold out everywhere. Yeah, it happened to me today when I traded in my uh, old Switch. Uh, Metroid with, Dread was sold out. Yeah, even the regular one was sold out. But yeah. I don't know if that's just a plan, but I, I've I've seen a couple of posts on the forum on that where people are kind of having a hard time finding it physically. Because Joe was able to pre-order the night before? No, I just ordered it that morning. That morning from nice. Best Buy. Yeah, and then it, if you ordered it at Best Buy, you could get free like tech decals. Yeah, I, I remember seeing the, the pictures look pretty cool. Yeah, so mine is still half of my order is still pending mm. but a lot of people that pre-ordered it were supposed to get it with the pre-order and i was reading that a lot of people didn't get it then i guess we're just the ones dreading it yeah <laughs> and i think uh, gamestop was giving pins out right for pre uh purchasing there <clears throat> i tried to i don't know what they were doing but i held off on reserving one just because i was wondering what the hell people were giving out yeah but i we ended up reserving that one in best buy and then i just saw i think it was yeah, yesterday that on Facebook it just said Walmart special editions in stock. Then I clicked that real fast. Nice, mm-hmm. fucking real fucking fast. real fucking fast. <laughs> and it said I'm um, only one left. Oh wow! And it was only one per person. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have ordered two. ordered one for the homie who was looking mm-hmm. for one. But you know, they said it was gonna take a week, and that shit came today. today. That's yeah. what's up. Damn, speedy delivery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I've been playing it since yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because like uh, you got it uh, regular mail or. FedEx. FedEx. Oh, okay. Because like they're saying, uh, starting yesterday, that regular mail is gonna slow down a lot. So yeah, because of I don't know the C word. Yeah, probably <laughs> either that or um, probably losing a lot of uh, postal workers not wanting to work in you know the C word condition. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you heard it here first. Order other than USPS. Mm-hmm. So guilty confession. I've never beaten a single Metroid game. But you, oh, you have you Super Nintendo? You have dabbled in them? Super Nintendo? Yeah. No. Nintendo? What about it? Like, you never played the NES no, Metroid? I He's played, never beat. Oh, I've, beat. I've played the, I've quote unquote played the NES yeah. one, but that's just, you know. On the emulator or? Testing it out. Well, my cousin oh, back okay. in the day had it. and I Shout out to cousins to come through. <laughs> Were you at least a backseat gamer to it? No, because he wasn't playing it either. I think um, I always thought it was like cool, like the whole like sense of isolation and yeah, the yeah. atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But I just I, I just stayed away because I, I thought it was those one of those kind of games where it was designed where you need like Nintendo power. Oh yeah, I kind of like looking back at it. It's kind of simple, but as a kid, I could see how it's really overwhelming because mm-hmm. the, the whole aesthetic is kind of oppressive. Like a little kid running around in the dark with uh, shooting at. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. so. And the, the roly-poly bomb jump is kind of annoying, too. <laughs> On the NES? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, I didn't know about the Super Metroid on SNES. By that time, I was knee-deep or neck-deep in Sega goodness. So all right, all right. Oh, I wasn't yeah. paying attention to that. You were battling some Streets so, of Rage 2 and stuff? When, um, Metroid, when the GameCube was out and Metroid Prime was out, I gave um, Cartrell... The homie cartel a ride to fries because this fool had just got a job and got paid for the first time this fool picked up a fucking gamecube 
and Metroid Prime. Wow. Damn. What a pickup. And when mm-hmm. I saw that shit running at his house, damn, that shit looks fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty jealous. I still didn't buy a GameCube, but I was jealous. <laughs> that, shit. that shit looked nice. It was still Nintendo at the end of the day? Yeah. And I ended up getting a GameCube later on down the road, like just maybe like two years ago with Metroid Prime. But I started playing that game, but I didn't finish it. Did you get dizzy playing it? or No, I think it was just the... Um, the it's GameCube a, controller? It's in first-person view. I'm not going to say it's a first-person shooter because... Yeah, it's not. Nintendo doesn't call it a first-person shooter, right? I think it's like, what, first-person adventure or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I was about to say, like, you couldn't get down first-person. I was like, you have to bring back that 3MG, Jason. <laughs> 3MG, whack. <laughs> yeah. Because, I don't know, because it's like the lack of double analog sticks for that game. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's just getting used to those controllers again, but... Also, I was playing it on um, a CRT TV, but I don't have that TV anymore. So it looks like ass on a HD TV, obviously. Yeah. Mm. But this one, I started playing it. Um, I guess I never played Metroid, so I started playing with... Um, once Castlevania started doing the Metroid formula and coined the term Metroidvania, Yeah. then I got my experience with that whole game design. All right. So by the time it's time to play Metroid, um, I always felt like I prefer the gothic Castlevania setting more than the, the, the sci-fi. sci-fi. Yeah. Which is surprising. So that, yeah, that's my story with Metroid. But um, I've been, man, I've been making some headway with this game, man. I just couldn't stop like yesterday and today. I was getting in it, dude. You were zooming? Yeah, I was mm. dreading. You were dreading? <laughs> were you as scared of the bad guys? <laughs> I don't know, like, you guys haven't tried it, right? No, but I've seen the trailers with that thing that's chasing you around. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, just, I thought I was going to, like, hate the controls, but the she controls so damn fluidly, and it's a lot to learn at first, mm-hmm. but you get when you get used to it, it's, like, second nature. You're just running around, yeah. morph-balling, dodging that whole Emmy, is what they call it. Yeah. Nope. Damn. Gamer alert. When I, see, uh, when I saw you playing, it made me think of Samus Returns, and it just reminded me how fun that game was. Samus Returns is a remake of the uh, Game Boy, yeah, Metroid, Metroid two. two, yeah. And this is like they the, said this is Metroid Five, yeah. Like <laughs> I think canonically it's part five. It's yeah. part five. So, so what's your experience with the Metroid series? I've dabbled on the Nintendo one, but you know, like as a kid, I thought it was too hard. So after that. Uh, I played the Super Nintendo one, which, you know, it's pretty mind-blowing playing that first level and you're trying to get out and then you end up in that planet and that's when everything opens up. So Super Nintendo? Cool. Yeah, Super Nintendo. That was your Super first Metroid. one? That was the first one I actually, like, went through and beat it. At the time when it was out? No, that was, like, uh, when I was in the military, I beat it. So late. Yeah, mostly uh, when we were growing up, Super Nintendo was, like, fighting games or Super Mario. So And after that, played Metroid Prime 1. That was pretty cool. Uh, Metro Prime 2 and Dabble Win until the collection on Wii, where they re-released them with a Prime... There was three of them, right? Yeah. Three, three Prime games? Yeah. Metro 1 and 2, Prime 1 and 2, and then I think the third one was Echoes. Something mm-hmm. like that. And after that, um, I got the... While I was in Korea, they had the release of the Game Boy Advance Nintendo titles, and I got Metroid, and that's how I finally beat the original Metroid. NES Metroid. Yeah, on the Game Boy. You beat it? Yeah. No guides? No uh, maps? 
Nah, I was game facts on that one, but all right, yeah, well, but, whatever it takes, man. Hey, that, that's what that was my crutch because you know being in Korea is kind of hard to do anything. So I figured I'd just get a Game Boy and I bought one before I left to the army. So that that kind of kept me comfy for a while. All right, yeah, hell yeah. And then the the 3DS one, I never played it. I want to play it, but now wanting to play it now, it, the price jumped up a lot. So for Samus Returns, yeah, I'll let you borrow it. All right, the remake of Part, part two, two from the Game Boy. Yeah. And Joe, you played that one? Yeah. I loved it. I loved it so much. Because was that your first Metroid game? No. I played, like, ooh, back in, I want to say it was 1989. Like, shout outs to Steve, my cousin, who had it. He just popped in the game one day. We heard the music, and we just, like, let let it go for a while because it was so, like, mesmerizing. NES? Yeah. Yeah, I just watched him play. He, I think... It took him a while, but he beat it. And I think I was there when he beat it. I remember seeing like the ending. So that was cool. He also got Super Metroid and I played and watched some of that. But then the one like I really beat was Samus Returns. I beat the shit out of that one. Are you excited to play Dread? Yes. <laughs> I am looking forward to it. I actually didn't. If I could uh-huh. do yeah. all that shit today that I did, you could probably breeze through that game. Cause... Yeah, just watching it just made me think of Samus Returns. So I, that's why I was recommending it to you too. Because I think you would have fun with it seeing how you were getting into dread mm-hmm. nintendo direct has come and gone not a, a lot of notables from that one to me it was just a card game voices of cards card voices i don't know yeah voices of uh, voice of cards the oh, isle okay. dragon okay. roars there you go the tabletop one mm-hmm. play that demo man right. i thought when i heard when when they say card game it was just going to be like um like card game like Yu-Gi-Oh card battling and Magic oh, okay. the Gathering but they kind of use cards as a form of like presentation you could like let's say they take like a they took like an old school JRPG like Dragon Quest and they reskinned it to be presented in cards yeah sounds interesting yeah yeah the art is so beautiful on it too <clears throat> do you think it's dope enough where like they might make a like a physical tabletop card game or is is it based off one or man i'm hoping they bring out a physical copy of it i was thinking that but imagine like the world map in like um in a jrpg all those are cards like (laughs) that's a lot of cards yeah that's a lot of cards (laughs) it's like they have cards for like um, mountains and forests and towns it looks cool because when i saw you playing it they're all face down so once you let's say move towards a certain part of the map let's say it's water they start flipping over and you see like like pieces of of water so when you discovered then Uh flip over yeah 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 it's really cool yeah imagine like the um well i don't even know if anyone here played final fantasy 12 but the the license board Remember how you would like, you'd land, you'd unlock a, a skill, and then like the adjacent yeah, yeah, yeah. spaces would open up. Right. So it's like yeah, it's kind of like traversal and. All right. So I, don't, I forgot when it's coming out. Is it coming out this month? Yeah, it comes out October twenty eighth, same day as Fatal Frame: Maiden of Blackwater. Ooh. Is that like a digital only title, or is that one I physical? I think it's. I think it's just digital. Yeah, they haven't announced a physical copy is, of it, which sucks. Which, you already know, like. Every every uh, region except us is gonna get a damn physical for that one. Yeah, and they're gonna have real cards too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only real cards I've seen for that one on Square Enix site is like some silver cards based on the three main characters. Oh really? Yeah, That's it's like cool. thirty bucks for all three of them. Well, you mentioned that uh, triangle strategy one. Did you see the collector's edition for that? Yeah, I think that one actually comes with cards. Yeah, so which is you they know got it twisted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they mix those two up. Yeah. 
but they um said nintendo direct um said the last fighter for the smash brothers ultimate will be revealed at a later date and that date has come and passed i think it was this past week on tuesday and um we had some people in the group gamers and other gamers uh (laughs) theorizing and posting rumors yeah i think yeah. we we guessed goku yeah. on here goku was the popular one yeah but yep. then we had one and then we had a genos guest also genos from mario rpg, RPG. RPG yeah but none of those turned out to be not a single one true, it didn't right? pan out nope it was um sora sora anticlimactic sora from kingdom hearts boring ass sora <laughs> what has uh what's the blowback been for this there's, Emphasis on blow. I've seen a lot of younger people that grew up with PS2 really hype, but everyone older than that seems like whatever about it. Who's hating the most besides me? Um, <laughs> the people who don't want Disney characters. More more old older gamers like us. You know, I'm kind of whatever about it. Sora's like whatever, you know. Sora's whack. I like the <laughs> the costume that they added was from uh, was it Steamboat Willie? I like that costume. Oh. Yeah, that's the only one I like so Well, you're saying the Smash Brothers community is not being vocal about this at all? Uh, well, I don't really keep up after that whole drama went down with them. I don't really see, but I've just seen a lot of reaction videos. A lot of people are hyped because, you know, they grew up playing Kingdom Hearts. So what drama? Drama with the FGC part of uh, Smash Brothers with, like, you know, pedophiles and stuff like that. Grooming young uh, people. Yeah, grooming. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't touch on it because, you know, that's kind of like its own who was, podcast. Yeah. Who was the, um, who had the smoking gun for that? Why do I say smoking gun smoking. for a pedophile? <laughs> uh, I think it kicked off with uh, Evo with uh, one of the top organizers for Evo. An organizer. Uh, yeah, an organizer. A guy that, that was literally in charge of Evo. He came out as like, uh, you know, giving kids tokens f- to, you know, take off their shirt and jump he in a pool. Yeah. ran Evo. Yeah. Wow. He was one of like the top three um, main people. Yeah. No. He was always on stage. Stop. Yeah. We could say his name, but we're trying to avoid it. Yeah. Wait, didn't a company buy Evo? Yeah, Sony. Sony owns Evo now. And that pedophile is out of the picture? Oh, he's been out he's ever been since out. that the whole thing went, uh, became public. He got booted out. What the fuck? Was, he was doing some like pro-Jared shit or what? It was Worse, man. He what, was just, what do like you mean a, by tokens to take your shirt Because he, he used to uh, work at an arcade in NorCal. And then people was, knew that he was the, the, the operator, you know, kind of like a, the guy that... He was literally, literally giving arcade tokens for kids to... Take jump off? in his pool oh. and take off their shirt jump and in, oh, no, whatever. What the fuck? Oh yeah, I don't God. know, man. It was Wait, pretty how do, crazy. How does this pool come into the picture? Like if it's At his arc- house. He has an arcade in his house? No, no, no. Like, after hours, like, they go to his house to hang out and play Street Fighter because he'd take, like, the... I think he'd take the boards to his house and set it up over there. And then, you know, it'd be, like, pool parties or whatever. I don't know. Sick Pretty crazy. Motherfucker. Yeah, so after that, there was... Was there people defending him from the Smash Brothers um, community? No, I think once all the details came out, there's kind of a general, like, okay, he's got to go type thing. Yeah. The the Smash Brothers community was um, supporting his... His pedophilia. No, nah, it's most of, most of the old head fighting game guys that grew up uh, playing Street Fighter in tournaments. They they try to have his back, but more Uh-oh. people came forward and oh. like, they just dropped no him more. like yeah. Yeah, the FGC kind of took a big hit after that, and uh, not a lot of people really supported like they used to. Yeah. Plus, COVID happened and not a lot of like in person tournaments and stuff. So it's kind of like yeah. So it was a huge shakeup. Oh, so this but, was like right before COVID. This whole exposure uh, yeah, happened. Halfway in, right? Okay. Yeah. 
Wow. So, yeah, after all that, know. then that's when people came up on Smash, you know, like uh, there was this girl that was uh, grooming a 13-year-old guy, kind of like, you know, yeah. sexual advances and stuff like that. And it messed oh, them wait, up. a woman? Like, well, she wasn't a woman. I think she was like 17, but she was like oh. quite a bit older than the kid. You know, the kid was like 13. He didn't know. He confessed his feelings to, towards her and she kind of like whatever him, you know, that's kind of like he was just a thing. And then, then yeah. one of the top players came out as grooming a 13-year-old, and it was just kind of like a domino effect of a bunch of people got outed, and yeah, yeah it was pretty bad. What? Wow. Yeah. It was like a whole house of Smash players. Yeah, it was one of the Holy streamer shit. guys that uh, that Abraham used to watch play League of Legends, and he was... Yeah. I used to watch his videos more than his stream, but... I was um, gonna say, was that kind of recent, the League of Legends guy? Well, it was it was related to Smash. Yeah, because oh, okay. he, he used to run Smash he, tournaments at his house. He was basically the owner of a mansion that he invited Smash players to help him like pay the rent and stuff. But it was like a mix up of like grooming and minors oh, and all this other God. crazy stuff that was didn't it, come out until was it tri- It wasn't Triforce, was it? Triforce? No, no, no. no. no Triforce oh. is like in Jamaica somewhere hiding. I don't know why. I, I don't even want that's to touch a whole that other, one. Yeah, that's a whole other, uh, <laughs> that's a whole other controversy. Yeah. Hey, if you want the name, this guy's name was Sky Williams. Yeah. Yeah. So if you Google Sky Williams Smash, probably all the dirty shit will come out. Yeah, me and Aaron kind of saw like all this shit when he was trying to cover his ass uh, on stream. Like he'd stream and then he'd say like, you know, I got receipts and blah blah blah, and just every day something new like, it snowballed into something crazy and just. Yeah. yeah, and then when he was supposedly um, crying, thinking about all the bad stuff that happened, he would always have his camera off, and it sounded more like he was laughing than crying. And it got, I just unfollowed him everywhere as soon as all the news started hitting and just uh, stopped, stopped supporting. And what was he accused of? He I'm losing track the, with all, I'm losing track. There's too many pedophiles being thrown <laughs> okay. out right He now. owned the mansion, like four different mansions, I think. Yeah. Okay, so he's an that, organizer for... He was basically Evil. accused of being the guy that let all the grooming stuff happen in his house. Yeah. I don't think he specifically was accused of anything himself. Uh, not anything that came out publicly. I've seen like hints drop, but no one ever came forward from that one. But he was mostly like housing Smash players, top Smash players to go to his yeah. house, have parties. And then he'd, he'd be like, okay, you know, if, whatever you guys going to do, you're going to do it. I don't want to know. And that's where most of that shit what went What the hell down. is wrong with these people, man? Smash it's, players, man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew they're smashing brothers. I knew there was something wrong with those guys. Yeah. yeah it was uh it was pretty terrible all the stuff that came out. So. Yeah. How does Evo come back from all this? Well, I mean they restructured everything. They kicked the the main pedal guy out and then uh they're they made like a new code of conduct thing where people want to follow and then like uh most of the shit that went down this year for Evo was online, so not nothing's happened in person yet. Mm. Yeah, so it's yet to see if like uh, you know everything's under control now. I guess. I don't know what the better phrase is for that, but yeah, since like that happened like right around like COVID and all that kicking off, it just uh, nothing in person has happened. Yeah, so the first big test is going to be the first fighting game tournament that's going to be in person. That's going to be like the one that everyone's going to be watching to see what's going to go down. So. Crazy! It's crazy how um, talking about Sora and Smash leads to uh, <laughs> <laughs> pedophiles. The pedophile crime ring yeah. of the evil tournament. The only thing uh, that threw me off about the Sora re- reveal, like when they showed the music tracks that are going to be in the game, I was kind of shocked that Dearly Beloved wasn't part of it. But you know, I talked to uh, what is part of it. 
Um, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. It's probably some boss. Simple music. and clean. No, no. They only use that for the trailer. It's not going to be in the game. Yeah, uh, I think probably they don't want to pay Utara Hikaru money for Simple and Clean, and mm. they don't want to pay Shimamura a lot of money for Dearly Beloved. I think is what what goes down with that one. No Riku skin. Uh, not that I've seen. Uh, a lot of people are saying they they were hoping for a Roxy skin, which makes sense, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. So, but no, nothing yet. Riku me costume. Maybe. Those me costumes are a cop out, man. Hey, man, I, I'm guilty of buying the Travis costume, the Sans Either costume. Travis deserves better. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the Sans costume from Undertale, and then with this uh, new batch that they revealed, I'm probably gonna buy the Doom Slayer one. It looks pretty cool. So, I mean, seventy five cents for a costume, like whatever. <laughs> Jump change. Cosplaying those those me fighters are like those Halloween costumes where it's just like a poncho that says like Alf on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could say that. And that's it for Smash, right? That's it. That's it. That's it. Sakurai can go retire somewhere. (laughs) Did you guys hear this rumor about this Irish singer? I don't know. Her name was like Ava something. The name's not important, but she's an Irish singer. (laughs) And she made a post on, I don't know if it was her Twitter or social media, but she's saying she recently recorded a song, quote, PlayStation remake that's going to be announced in December and she recorded this with uh, Yasunori Mitsuda. I haven't heard anything. A PlayStation remake of a game? A console remake? Like what? PlayStation, PlayStation remake. What are the rumors? See, that's where it gets a little tricky. Is it a remake of a PlayStation IP? Or is it a remake that's going to show up on PlayStation? Like a state of play? Maybe. She said December it's going to be announced. But think about it. Yas- is it Yoshinori or Yasunori? I think Yasunori. Yasunori Mitsuda. Composer of beloved classics, Chrono Cross. Yep. And I think he has some others under his belt. Right, right. <laughs> Chrono Trigger. Yeah, and I right, think right. Uh, Zeno... Oh, Tactics Ogre? Tactics Ogre? I yeah, think yeah. so, yeah. Zeno, Zeno Blade, Blade Chronicles. No, Zeno Gears? Zeno Gears. Yeah. When I think of Yoshinori Mits- Yasunori Mitsuda and Irish themes, part of me thinks of Chrono Cross because there's a lot of Celtic... <laughs> Mm. Symbolism is that appropriate to say Celtic is Irish or I think so? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Do you think what? I, here's what I'm getting at. You want it to be Chrono Cross? That's mm, it. Yes, you do. I don't. I want it to, but I don't think it's going to be Chrono Cross. Like, could this be a Chrono Trigger remake? That'd be pretty wild. I think this is why you don't let non-gamers do gamer things because then. They want all the clout from it, so they'll put up some random shit that probably has nothing to do with what they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. And then the gamers want to know what's happening, and then they start guessing, and then it probably has nothing to do with what you think it might connect to. I think it never that, does, but you want to be a dreamer, I Especially guess. when you're a random Irish singer, and you want the clout, probably. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I think this just recently happened, too, with Norman Reedus uh, trying to confirm Death Stranding, too, right? Because he was saying that they're, he was recording lines for Death Stranding something. Did he say that? Yeah. He, he said it on a podcast. And then he backtracked? No, he didn't backtrack. It's just no one corroborated it. So it's kind of like, okay. Well, that goes back like a little further too. Because I think, um, what's his name? Uh, Yoji Shinkawa? Yeah. He was like, he made some posts online and eagle-eyed viewers caught some um, artwork that kind of said Death Stranding. Something that hinted at Death Stranding Part 2. Damn. So it probably wasn't anything they would use for the director's cut? Mm-hmm. True. I don't remember what it was exactly, but yeah, 
but that it, it's kind of leads on to you know someone that doesn't do gaming thing just kind of rumor mongering and it's kind of like get, get everyone kind of hyped up i mean i want it to be true yeah because be, be nice. i love death stranding did you guys play death stranding i played like five six hours on the pc version because it's on pc have you played it it's I on play, pc I played, I played it through ivan <laughs> Yeah, I told uh, Ivan that I was going to buy the director's cut. I'll just play it in the living room so everyone could check it out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he owes me that one. And uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Never finished it. Yeah. That's on PC? No. Me playing through Ivan. Oh, just watching <laughs> Ivan play? Yeah. yeah it's right. cool. All I right. get it. Yeah. It's, it's me playing through Jason. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, man. I've been playing a little bit of that stranding director's cut but there's just too much i'm juggling too much and is it 60 frames on ps5 yeah nice. 60 frames um i know it has like this wide what do they call it ultra wide ultra wide yeah so that'd be like a pc monitor yeah. oh i yeah. have an ultra so wide monitor that's what i was yeah the pc monitor yeah, yeah. Has one of those. you yeah. play that on yeah. my yeah 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 <laughs> you play that on my tv you're gonna get some some black borders on yeah, the top yeah. and the bottom dude but i guess you have a I have an ultra wide 1440p, and that's just like all picture, no black bars. All picture, no Dude. bars. That's pretty nuts when you play games that Maximum actually support FPS. it. Yes, yeah, it looks that's, amazing. That's bars for those no bars. Does that shit remind you of yeah. like when we still had CRTs and you'd watch something that's in 16 by 90? You see the black bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, I want to play that ultra wide mode so bad, but I'm not gonna do it justice on this TV. I got that. <laughs> I just don't have the money to buy this right now. Hey, man, I'll buy it for you, man. Hey, we. <laughs> as, as long as you play and enjoy the game, man. Cause <laughs> do you think um, this game is different post-COVID because of the contents of the, the story? The Stranding? Yeah. I think uh, Hideo Kojima has a really good knack about uh, foreseeing shit. Because, you know, like he did the same thing with, uh, was it Metal Gear Solid 1 with uh, the social media? So, I mean, I think he kind of reads a lot of books and he kind of like, maybe he has a good insight on what's going to come. So, it's kind of like, that came out, what, before or after COVID? Before. Yeah, so it's kind of nuts that he kind of already... He's knew. a time He kind of predicted COVID pretty much. Yeah, so it's pretty To the wild. point where he said he's going to change the way he creates games from now on. Did yeah. you hear about yeah. that? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, the next thing... And then, he, then he put a, a picture of like a cassette tape after that. It's like, what? <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah yeah i saw that but i think he's more referring to the the next project he has is something with xbox and cloud gaming that's the mm-hmm. next thing he's going to work on so i guess we'll see what comes from that oh shit real-time stuff do that azure cloud stuff uh another kojima related i wanted to ask you guys this did you guys ever hear the story that kojima said about um when he was developing i don't know if it was metal gear 2 or 5 he had a friend who was sick cancer or something and supposedly, um, this friend of his was the only person who truly understood the themes of Metal Gear and what he was really trying to say. Wow. And um, that's why he gave him like a sneak preview of Five when he was working on it and everything so he could take it all in before he died. That's he, pretty dope. And he did die. Damn. Mm-hmm. But imagine What's that only one person from like your whole fan base and people online, people who love you. There's only one person who understands what you're trying to say. That's a homie right there, though. Yeah, so. <laughs> he, was, yeah he was lucky enough it was someone it's close like, to him. What, it's, it just makes me think, like, what the hell? What's this game about? Are we really getting the message for these from these Kojima games? True. And it doesn't seem like it. Probably not mm-hmm. yet. 
Like the director's cut is probably a step in the right direction to get more people to come back and check it out to see if they pick it up. I mean, I, I haven't seen a lot of like crazy newer theories or nothing. So maybe mm-hmm. not yet. You're just ahead of his time. Like Kanye West <laughs> was. <laughs> Switching topics. What year did Demon Slayer season one come out? Uh, 2019? 19? 19 sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. It hasn't even been that long. That thing is insanely popular blew up blew up yep what what does it have that other animes don't where it got to this point very high production yeah, uh, animation crazy when it first dropped like the first episode the only thing that kept, kept me hooked was the visuals and then i just kind of dropped it after that but i imagine that's what hooked people originally when it first came out because it was better than i think anything at that time I was very skeptical going in. And it, it was hard to... I had to watch two episodes to convince a lot, you. A lot of that is just a lot of... It's just loyal brand loyalty or something. I don't know. <laughs> but if it's not like Dragon Ball or even like Naruto Shippuden, then I don't or really Eva. want to watch it or Evangelion. Yeah. But we watched season one and I f- we just loved it. Yeah. Like, and I think... You could say the writing is done very well. Yeah. yeah. That's what got me hooked. I, I like how they humanize demons, like enemies. They're mm-hmm. not just like one dimensional. True. You think because they're demons, they're just demons. You kill them. Like the, like the name says, Demon Slayer. But yeah. they, they go into it like these demons were human ones, most of them. And mm-hmm. they had their like, own stories. Yeah, yeah you go into their, their, their yeah. old lives. So... Yeah, the thing that helped, really helped it out was the animation because uh, UFO Table, the people that animated, are like one of the top uh, animating uh, studios in Japan. Mm-hmm. And if you do a side by side from how the the manga looks like to that anime, the anime blows it out of the water because that manga looks rough. Yeah, no it's way, not pretty. yeah, it's not it looks pretty. really rough. Mm, so what is it? Different artists? Yeah, totally different artists. It's just that UFO Table has a, a knack for making stuff look really nice. Like uh, they also did the Fate series, uh, Unlimited Blade Works, and that one blows out the original Fate anime out of the water mm-hmm. too. So, Damn. yeah, that's that's one of the top uh, people to look out for if you're looking at anime and you see that name UFO table, you probably keep an eye out on it. It's gonna did, look nice. Did they do some work on that new um, Star Wars on Disney Plus and the Animatrix? Uh, I think that was Studio Trigger. That's the people that that uh, got out from uh, Gainax back in the day that made Ava. I'm going to jump back and I'm not trying to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the movie came out. Yeah, the movie train. train. Yes, sir. Highest grossing movie ever in ever. Japan. Yeah. Ever. I think that's the ever. that's the first movie that beat out what Spirited Away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that one Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. It had that for the longest and then this came out and everyone was so hyped from the anime. It beat out Battle Royale. Yeah. I watched it because you hooked it up with us. Illegal streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Antonio for <laughs> hooking it up it with the Mugen acquired, acquired link. Yeah, that, it was clean. Maybe I don't watch a lot of anime, but I like how they are using this movie to segue into season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do animes do that usually? Yeah, it happened with the Dragon Ball Super uh, stuff, you know, like leading up to Super, you know, you did the Resurrection F and Battle of the Gods. They did the same thing for the anime. They retell it. Yeah. So... I guess that's like a criticism. Like, why, why would they make a whole like feature-length movie if they're just going to retell it? I think it, it. I think it's mostly so um, they could catch people up that didn't catch it originally. They could catch them up, and they wouldn't be lost just jumping into it. And then on 
I know for Dragon Ball, they added a couple of story bits here and there. So mm-hmm. they, they might do that with Demon Slayer. So what's coming up with Demon Slayer, what, tomorrow and the next couple of days is basically them going more into like the movie, right? Yeah, they'll That's probably like flesh out stuff that they, yeah. they didn't have time to flesh out in the movie because, you know, the movie is like really tight. So maybe they, mm-hmm. they'll be a little more loose and they'll flesh out a couple of characters here and there. Crunchyroll, right? Yeah, Crunchyroll. It's gonna be on Crunchyroll. Yeah, yeah. It's like I saw it's like tomorrow or the twelfth. Um, I'd have to double check that one, but they're pretty good about having it. Unless Netflix got that on lock, I'm not sure. And they're gonna go more into Rengoku. Most likely, yeah. Which I won't go into at all. Yeah, well, we won't touch that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a reason why why his name resonates with a lot of anime fans this year. That's right. Abe, you get down, Demon Slayer. Uh, I saw the movie that you guys are talking about, but like I said, the first episode was, uh, other than the animation, there was not much to keep my attention there. So I caught a few episodes here and there as they watched it through the season, but not like, I wouldn't consider myself a fan because I just didn't watch it, but I'm a fan of the movie. It was really good. If you like the movie, then it's worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was and, just a slow start for me. And that, that should say a lot for me because Vegeta's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy wanted to quit after the third episode. And that's like, ironically, when it started picking up, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that second season premieres this year? Yeah, this year. Then, uh, you know, while on topic of Demon Slayer, are you looking forward to the fighting game by CyberConnect 2? Um, it's a fighting game? I think it's an arena fighting game, kind of like uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm and the Riddle games. Okay, so there's no, like, you're not, like, beating up a bunch of nobodies um, through a level? From what I saw, there's also exploration too. Like I saw Tanjiro running through the forest. So That's I'm not cool. sure. I, I didn't want to watch too much. I just want to buy it and see what's up. It's going to be on PS5 too. So it's going to probably look really cool. What is it? Kimetsu? Kimetsu no Yaiba. No Yaiba. Yeah. The Hoshino Chronicles? Yeah. That's what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Hoshino are those those ranking dudes? Yeah. That's the... The good the, guys. The, the, yeah. The Hashira, Hashira, sorry. Hashira. Yeah, Hashira are the... Hashira Chronicles. Yeah. So the Hashira are like the captains, you could say, of the, the Demon Slayer Corp. That's what Rengoku was part Yeah. Is part of? Is part of, Is yes. part of. Yes. <laughs> Not was. Is. Is. Yeah. He's there with Lady Kocho. Hey. Yeah, it's coming out this month, right? Yeah, it's coming out like, want to say on the 15th? Physical? Next week. Yeah, physical. I'm going to buy it. Yeah, me too. It looks really cool, you know. So I mean, I, it's retelling season one, right? Yeah, pretty much. And I think they're supposed to add a couple of stories that are like supervised by the guy that wrote it. So, so I guess you make that make of that as you will. But most people consider it uh, canon because that person, uh, you know, supervises the stories. That's cool. I'm gonna say it right now. That game is probably gonna be like hard to find. Yeah, I could see. I it. think it's gonna mm-hmm. sell out everywhere. Yeah, just because of the popularity. GT My style. Man. GT Dragon Ball GT on PS One. Yeah. That's what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, but don't. Like, my toes just only got it. one copy of that game. <laughs> like you're saying, if you don't get a first wave, you might not get it? Nah, I think it's one of those that'll reprint, but trying to get it on drop is going to be kind of hard, I think. I'm going to pre order that. Appeal. Yeah, I think I'm going to drop five at my local game store just so I can get it. Is that the, day. There's no deluxe? Uh, not that I've seen, but since it's Bandai Namco, they might do one of those web store exclusives. I don't know yet, so. I'm buying it. Because it happened with the Tales of Arise. They had that nice collector's edition and it sold out immediately. So Tales of Arise? Yeah, and they, they had a Bandai Namco store exclusive. It was oh, like 250 oh, yeah, bucks with even, the statue. Yeah, I didn't even know that thing existed. Yeah, that was, I tried, but it sold out. The website crashed on me and I couldn't get it. 
real quick what game are you playing at the moment let me list all the games i'm playing right now because i'm it's not gonna be real quick <laughs> tales of arise um life is strange true colors castlevania advance metroid dread death stranding uh, director's cut Kenna bridges spirits oh, yeah. the one abraham's playing what's it called scarlet nexus scarlet nexus the one on the switch which one something ward eastward i don't know eastward on switch i'm playing all those Damn. <laughs> are you just playing, playing like, all those though are you, are you shuffling through them or can i say this go for it unpopular opinion do it i played and beat the last of us part two during quarantine all right and i was hating on this game all right very much so when yeah. it first came out and what i learned about it after playing it i fucking love this game okay and mm-hmm. it's the kind of game that have you I haven't played it, but I've I've read up on the hatred that the yeah the actress got just because of mm-hmm. the character she mm-hmm. played. So and could I'll, you see why people yeah. hate on her? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she did a really good job, is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and she did one hell of yeah, a job. She also uh, she also voiced um, Kainan near replicant. Yeah, yeah, that's her. That's another game I'm playing near yeah. replicant. Mm-hmm. But after beating that game, I I've, I've had a hard time concentrating on anything really so it's top notch like that it's like top notch yeah and it just like sticks with you so if i find it like on one of those 20 dollars sales again you'd recommend it i bought it on sale those days of play yeah that's when i bought it okay because i've seen it a couple of times at best buy for 20 and mm-hmm. i just didn't jump on totally it. worth it man okay i wanted to get some but you have to it. like commit right. yeah. to sit down and play it because yeah. the first time i tried to play it i saved and i never went back yeah, mm-hmm. and then when because I borrowed a copy from the homie Cedro, but then when it went on sale on Days of Play, I bought it and I committed to it just because. All right, I need to because it was it got Game of the Year here and there. It got a lot of hate, it got a lot of love. So was, like, I didn't want to like f- base my opinion on someone else's opinion. I had to mm-hmm. play. Right, it was so like like divisive. I had to play it myself and form my own opinion. That's mainly the reason why I committed to playing it. All right, and yeah, man. All right, I'll have to check it out then. Love upon love. And it messed me up because I can't mm-hmm. play anything right now ever since. So ever since then, you've just been Stuck. playing everything new? He's but not, been, sh- yeah, like you've been shuffling. Like, I've been throwing a bunch of shit on the wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> and I think it's Metroid Dread. So yeah, that's what I'm playing at the moment, Abe. Yeah, so I've been trying to get into Scarlet Nexus. Uh, then the usual games, and then I might have started playing <coughs> World of Warcraft again. <laughs> don't tell right, nobody. Right. I play in invisible hey, mode only. I mean, invisible we- mode, nobody knows when I'm playing. <laughs> nice. I forgot about that. Well, yeah. did you have to yeah. like talk to yourself and say, I'm not going to let these a-holes ruin my love for the artists who, mm-hmm. who Honestly, toiled away at this? Uh, so I, I don't play retail. I've been playing the, the Burning Crusade Classic. And I blame my friend Josh because he wanted to do arenas in WoW. And so far, no other game has done PvP like arenas in WoW. So that's the main reason I went back. So does your friend condone okay. the, the Bill Cosby rapes? No. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I've been playing WoW with him for like billions of years. So Yeah, and you can't like just throw <laughs> that away. And yeah. he's my only friend know, that still bit... plays. So You can't throw that away just because of some fucking a-holes. Yeah, fuck those yeah. guys. Just like you can't. I can't hate on Diablo 2 just because some fuckers are going to try to ruin it for me. Did you pick it up? 
No, and the reason why, um, I hear it has like server issues. Yeah, I heard the same thing too. Like, uh, I have a coworker that picked it up, and he said that he didn't have any server issues the first couple of days, and then one once one of his homies on Discord told him he had server issues, then he started having server issues. So that sucks. Um, kind of what like platform? Uh, he was playing on PC. So uh-huh. you know, but don't they don't they all go to the same server on um, Battle.net? Yeah, yeah, even console. Yeah, so. Uh, but I don't know. I guess that many people are trying to play at the same time because that's been really hyped up. So I'm gonna get it. Just I know right. I want to play. Get it's funny because it's been hyped up, but because of the Blizzard drama, like nobody wants to admit they're hyped for it. You know, type yeah. thing. Yeah, that was me. I can't, I, I didn't want to give them props. But. <laughs> no, I mean, I re- but yeah, I ref- invisible mode. I refuse Never to play it with a controller. I mean, I'm not sure if you could play keyboard and mouse on PS5. Something I could research, and if if you can, then you. You're all in. Thank you for saying it. I have been meaning to ask you guys this question, right. but I keep seeing these damn pictures on yeah. Instagram <laughs> of these fucking keyboards with multicolored buttons. Oh. They look like a dream come true, and I want one. Yeah, you talking, talking about, about the custom, custom keyboards? Yeah. Where you know are they? they? Yeah, I got it's, one of those. Yeah, Abraham has one. Custom I, in. Do a, you have a picture of it? Can I see it? Custom in the sense that you have to buy all the buttons. You have to buy buy everything separately. You buy the keycaps separately. You buy the switches separately. You buy the keyboard itself, uh, like the casing separately. You buy the wire separately. Yeah. The wire is like a coil, right? One piece at a time. Okay. um, How much did you put into this thing? Technically me, zero. But technically Steve, uh, undisclosed amount, too much? No way. Yeah. yeah, cause so okay, so what I, what I have is a cyberboard black see through uh, Christmas edition Ooh. with a laser round two keycap set with uh, I believe orange orange something linear uh, switches and then a black uh, cable with the USB C with the coil and the cyberboard itself uh, resell value was twelve hundred plus. Whoa. The keycap set itself was 160 to 180. The switches themselves probably like 80 bucks for the whole set. Uh, the cable probably 20 bucks, um, and it has you know the LEDs and stuff in that. Yeah. Damn! But the key, custom keyboard thing—it's kind of like you could make it as expensive as you want. Yeah, well, I just want a keyboard with cool colors is for the keys. Then twelve uh, hundred. You say I that? Think, uh, no, no, for, no. That's, that's just that's, the casing. That's just the one Abram has. Yeah, that's just the one I got. There's there's cheaper ones. There's more expensive ones. The one I got, like I said, um, Steve originally got the the casing, but Steve is uh, when he gets into a hobby, you know, he really gets into the hobby. So <laughs> he got this really nice one, and he's like, you know what? I like this other one better. Which ended up being better for me because he's like, here you go. This is your dream one. You could use that one. And nice. I was like, hell yeah. Like, shout out to Steve-O. Yeah, shout out to Steve-O. Yeah. And then uh, Randy's also super huge. He has like seven keyboards Damn. and uh, all custom. So if you want, actually, I, I recommend talking to him if you want to get into it. He knows. Like He went deep, deep into it. So I'm already sold on those. It's this whole mm-hmm. world. It's yeah. a whole rabbit hole right there. <laughs> There's also some Ava keycaps I was looking at too. Look pretty nice. All right, let's, let's end it. Stop All right. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been playing uh, a lot of near reincarnation on the phone because I recently upgraded to the iPhone 13 Pro, so I have 128 gigabytes of space, which is double what nice. I had. Before. Let me ask you about that. Yeah, because I've been seeing these on my Facebook. All right. Near what's it called? Near reincarnation. Near reincarnation. Yeah. Dragon Guard Three collabo. Yes, sir. With zero? With zero, yeah. Playable character? Yep. 
Yeah, I just recently finished doing uh, enough of the event where you could get it for, totally for free. You just got to play the event. And uh, I guess I got lucky because I got some pretty strong characters. So I just leave it auto battle. So I'd be like auto battle while I do something else. I don't have to pay any money for this. No, nah, not not for zero. You could just get it for free. You just got to like I, I could show you like just the event. You could just let it auto battle and just get enough points together. And also got a I got her sword maxed out you know like you got four copies to max it out then i got mikhail as a companion so it looks oh, pretty cool i mean i like the art style like uh it's kind of like uh what would you say like there's some segments when you're seeing the story it's like side scrolling 2d and then when you get into battles that's when it turns oh, into yeah, 3d and that's, and that's taro right there, yeah yeah man. he switches it up so i've been having fun playing that seeing her in it and then you know seeing the story like a really abbreviated version of uh, drakengar 3 during the they tell the story kind of tell? like just a little bit of it so they tell and the whole reincarnation thing you know from Mirai and they, they touch on that they can't do this and, and not eventually release an HD a version a Drakengard yeah. 3 remaster I guess it, it, it was HD since it was PS3 but yeah I, I, I would like to see a, a remaster because that PS3 game ran like shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. it did run like shit. But I think uh, that that was also Yoko Taro's first 3D game, oh. so it makes sense that it ran. It's kind of like baby steps yeah, working up. So damn near slideshow at some. Yeah, but, but I still love the hell. Yeah, out of the it. characters, the story, the setting is really nice. Uh, then um, you know, I set up the Switch OLED, so I've been playing uh, Smash Brothers. You know, I've been dabbling with Kazuya because. Uh, I got him and I never tried him out. And this weekend they have like uh, spirit characters, like kind of like a little, uh, what would you call it? Like pictures of Metroid Dread that you could unlock just by playing it. Mm. So you just got to beat the character cool. and you unlock it. So I thought that was pretty cool. So That's trying to cool. grind that out and trying to get those things. Then on top of that, still trucking through Tales of Arise. Trucking. Yeah, trucking. Because, you know, I, I between cell phone stuff and Genshin Impact, I, I don't really oh, that's right. I get way distracted on that because it's really easy to just auto battle or whatever and let it do its thing while I'm watching the <laughs> yeah. stream so that's why oh um I was playing Neo the World Ends with you when I go back to that but watching you play Metroid Dread I'm excited to start that hopefully today or tomorrow yep and we have two copies so yeah because you started playing <laughs> my copy damn <laughs> yeah time is Monet's <laughs> Oh, and I still have to get back to Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Nice. Mm, mm-hmm. I was, I'm pretty deep in you that game, too. You than me. You like it? I love, loved it. That's good, because a lot of people tune out when they see the whole, you know, performing thing, when they're singing. A lot of people tune out and nah, I don't want no, that. part. That's the, I know, yeah. yeah for for some people, it's the best part, but some people, it's a big turnoff. Like, you know, people that don't like musicals, for example. I just wish like, they weren't did you censored. Not, I know. Did you not see the trailer? Like, come on. The only thing they that some pe- some haters heard is, you know, Shin Megami X, uh, Fire Emblem. They're like, okay, I'm in. And then they see that whole performer <sighs> thing. Like, uh, so. No, but it's fun. It's what makes it fun. Speaking of Shin Megami, that's what next month. Shin next Megami Five. Yep, collector's edition on lock. Yep, yep, yep. That's gonna be so nice, I man. Gotta clear mm-hmm. my palette before that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I want to beat at least three games before that comes out. True. So we'll see. Three. Wow. Yeah, three. You said three. That's what I have. So nice. hopefully, I'll beat it by then, and I can start Jason's copy. <laughs> and that's gonna do it for us here at the Shin Robies Podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for joining us once again. This is Jason, kept my ear to the street, signed Eminem. He's triple platinum doing 50. And with me was. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Abraham climbing the two's ladder slowly but surely. Antonio resurrecting out of a flower. Joe, I'm going to go have a duff. Peace out. Fucking pay me.